the Rat's Nest podcast. Today I have a special guest with me, Carl. Hello. <laughs> uh, we're hanging out in Carl's magical workshop where he builds moisturizers and he's been working on this cool electroacoustic string instrument, which I have a sample of loaded into the Morphogene. And we're just going to have some fun patching and messing with it. Yeah. So, Carl, I think you were interested in the VCF3DB, the, like, filter bank, probably first. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? Yeah, that sounds like a good one for this. Yeah. So, let me... There we go, with the stereo. Yeah, because it has even and odd out, so I'm just using that as a stereo pair, essentially. Now it's overdriving. Oh, it is. Maybe add some modulation, or, mm -hmm. or let's see what happens when we turn the morph up. Because as you turn the morph up, we get kind of like octaves. also have uh, fleas here. Carl's cat is being very uh, <laughs> up in our space. Very lonely. <laughs> She's an efficient cuddler. Yes. Yeah, maybe we can move. Can we move the window of the loop? Yeah, so let's add some slide modulation. You want like... Slow and steady. Slow, slow and steady. So let's go from the diode chaos into the slide. And Fleece is trying to get tangled up in the wires. I just, just want to do some patching. <laughs> Let that cat patch. Yeah, so now we're modulating that slide with the diode chaos. We can also maybe mess with the gene size a little bit too. Yeah, so yeah, each slider, the highest, the one on the right is the uh, the highest, then you know, going down. 
And we can even like modulate those or, you know. Just feeling it out. Yeah, I love the character that that thing adds to stuff. Like, I'll just run stuff through it and sometimes not even use the sliders, but it just sounds good, mm -hmm. better. And it also does some distortion if you crank the gain. And the feedback, too. Yeah, what does the feedback do? Try it. Something we could do, actually, some, this is something I tried um, on a recent episode, I believe. I The Morphogene has, like, an envelope follower out for just its, like, main audio out. And you can, we can, like, send that envelope follower to the CV input of the feedback. Mm -hmm. Open up the feedback as the, the thing gets louder. So let's try that. Cat's sitting on my bag of cables, of course. As she should. <laughs> where else? Where else could she? Could she go? And that cable's not long enough. idea what's your idea can we split the envelope follower output so that we can take down the lows when it feeds back so it doesn't feed back as much yes. on the lows yes we can we have the technology oh but then I would need to invert it right Take I, down I, the Yeah, I guess so. Um, I might not have a way. Let's see. Ornament and Crime, do you have a way to invert things? I feel like you should. Attenuate offset. That sounds like it is what we need. <laughs> Thank you. 
There's no inverting. Oh, well. It's just an idea. I feel like I should be able to do it, too. I just don't... I guess I cannot do that, unfortunately. That's all right. If I had a maths or something. But not in the small system, unfortunately. Well. Um, dang, yeah. I feel like I should be able to do that. <laughs> Challenges. Yeah. I guess if I go... No, because even if I offset it with a negative voltage, it's still going to be... It's going to go the opposite way. Right, yeah. It's going to still not be right. Yeah, I wish this one went negative. Dang. Well, next. Yeah, I, I agree that would have been a cool idea. Do we like the feedback or do we want to... I do like the feedback, but I like it better without it, to be honest. Okay. The rare occasion feedback is not as cool. <laughs> uh, you want to run through some effects, maybe? Yeah. Um, what do you want to try? We have data bender, glitchy, freezy kind of stuff. We have mimeophone, delay... Looper, and then we have Dismodus, Reverb. Or we could do all three, too. You start. Alright, let's go... Let's go Data Bender first, just because I use that thing way too much. Oh yeah, here we go. Now we're cooking. Uh, so data bender, there's like a repeats and a time knob. So the time is like how often it like updates the buffer. You can see that blue light flashing like, and then the repeats is like how fast how many repeats there are every time that happens. So like if you go really fast. I like that, but I, I want it in the background. 
we can yeah there's also a mix like so this is fully dry so you can just have it like kind of so oh, yeah there you go and this is the start right the uh, slide is the start but that middle knob you can change the speed of the sample this this is the start and this and this is the middle knob that's no. the speed that's gene size so it's like that's how small the sample is essentially yeah feel free to mess with whatever oh yeah I like this yes it's very pretty Now we need some reverb. Yeah, okay. Mainly <laughs> on the highs. Okay, we could do that. So yeah, we've got the tone knob, so we can kind of have it just do the highs. Is that what you wanted? Or do you well, like... Can we get the lows go through cleanly? Yeah, in the middle, it's kind of like both. And like to the right, it's like high pass and to the left, it's like low pass kind of thing. And that's the mix, the blend, uh, re region, uh, feedback essentially. And then size and density are both all the way up right now, but they can be... Ooh, I like that. There's also like an internal thing. We can modulate the size with this index and speed right here. So like if we want like the size to modulate a little bit. Like a chorus kind of almost. go slower and I have an idea subtle what's up can we modulate the size modulate the size with the output of one of these envelopes yeah absolutely Ooh, does it matter which one let's do this, this one, one. Uh, fourth uh, envelope follower from the FC VCF3DB into size. And have the blend down a little bit. also this little switch here I think changes how the size like 
reacts almost. So okay. like, I think if I switch it. We don't get that like kind of pitch warbling as much. Yeah. Unless you like that. Nah. Or. That's what I like. There we go. That's. Now we get the highs coming in, f- fucking it up. <laughs> oh, and there's also like, we can change this to shimmer mode. I think if we... Without the warbling, but then you can't really mm-hmm. tell what it's doing, I feel like. Doesn't matter as long as it sounds good. That's true. I think if we turn down density, it becomes more like a delay. Oh yeah. But I like, I like it. Reverb.
Oh, and something I also forgot. With the data bender, it's got this corrupt mode thing. So right now, it's, I think it's on Bitcrush. So if we turn this knob, we'll get like different Bitcrush. Yeah. And then more of the original. Data Miner's got a lot of stuff we could mess with. Because mm -hmm. you can also change that corrupt to like a DJ filter or like a um, vinyl simulator, or like saturation or something. Oh, yeah. And then the bend and the break are going to add more, like the more um, clockwise they go, they're going to do more uh, things to the buffer like reverse or like tape stop that sounds great it does sound great I was gonna say I love how the how the like tape stop and like stuff sounds with like the big crush on it. it sounds so good. Yeah, I love data benders. Definitely my favorite modular purchase recently. <laughs> can't resist the feedback knob. <laughs> I have to try it again. <laughs> I 
sounds good. I was going to say, I could listen to this uh, all day. <laughs> Probably. Uh, what else would you like to, to mess with? Very good question. Can like add another layer? Or yeah, just, please like, do. Keep processing or add another layer. Yeah, let's get the let's get the mimeophone going because the mimeophone can self oscillate and also sound really cool. So we've got the mimeophone with the repeats all the way up, and we're on the smallest zone, so it's like as short as possible delay time, essentially. Uh, and actually, I can like sequence it like full per octave with this uh, micro rate input, and the color is kind of like tone, and this smears it into like a reverb, but that just helps the oscillating like this mostly. Honestly, just messing with this zone sounds pretty cool. Because we know the tuning, it's what, A, E, F for the string instrument? Say that again? The string instrument is tuned to A, E, and F, right? I think that's what it was. Yes. I see A on yes. it right now, but yes. it's hard to get up a, right now. E and F. We've trapped ourselves. Uh, I have returned that thing a million times. So. <laughs> uh, so what we could do, gotta make sure the morphogen is green, which means it's at the original speed. Come on, there we go. And then what we can do tune the mimeophone real quick if it uh, let's see Let's just tune it by ear. It sounds somewhat in tune. Mm -hmm. 
And we can sequence it with something. Let's use the other one, actually. because it's it's like you're playing feedback almost so the mimeophone is using the source sound but playing it pitches essentially by CV controlled repeat yeah it's like CV controlled repeats and yeah, I didn't plug any sound, so it's just self-oscillating. Like, uh, and then yeah, but you have to be on the, the smallest zone for it to like track vol- volt per octave, I think. Mm-hmm. And you have to use the the micro rate instead of the regular rate input. Yeah, of course. But yeah, makes sense. Let's see if I can change the octave here. Can we? Add the moisturizer. Uh, oh, absolutely. I don't want any sound through it. I just want, just the, want output. the output. Because I think that would be perfect with this. Will you plug that into the back of it? should have sound. Reverb is also on the moisturizer real quick. All right, now we should have some reverb moisturizer itself as well.
glitchy texture, feedbacky. Some bandpass feedback.
I mean, uh, successful patch. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Do you want to talk about the string instrument at all? I realize we didn't really explain anything about it. <laughs> well, this makes me feel like... There is definitely, there is so much more to test. Um, so the new string instrument I've been working on is, very simply put, a completely acoustic string. Um, just tuned to, it has a stable tuning, like a guitar string. Mm-hmm. And... You can modify the sound outcome by bowing electrical electrical bowing of the string and by changing the speed of the bow it's round you can excite different overtones in the string And depending on your tuning, basic tuning of the string, different overtones can be reached. Yeah, so it's like you're playing the overtones of the string almost. Yes. It's very difficult to explain. It's something you have to try in order to understand. Right. Uh, It sounds great if, like, if we just turn down all the extra stuff like this is being chopped up a little bit by the morphogene but this is kind of the sound of it the sound we started with essentially uh, and if I... Yeah, like it, take it down a little bit more to... So right now the prototype is three strings. Correct. I think this little recording I was in the multi-string mode mm-hmm. so like uh, Carl's got a MIDI keyboard set up for testing and so each note depending on which note it is will play a different harmonic of a different string so if you've got a couple notes held down you can play all through three strings at once and get kind of like chord tones and it sounds really beautiful uh it is a surprisingly soothing sound. Yeah. Uh, but it also gets, can get a little nasty as well. Yes, it can. Especially uh, because Carl's also got controls for basically how much the bow is pressed into the string, kind of. Yeah, the pressure. Yeah, the press, bow pressure, essentially. And that has a lot of effect on the sound as well. It changes the characteristics of the sound a lot. Very low pressure will give you these soft, ethereal 
things, while a harsh pressure can get you kind of a hurdy-gurdy. Yeah, really kind of overdriven almost. Yeah. You can definitely make it overdrive. Yeah. Uh, But acoustically, which is very interesting because it gives a very different... It's not even analog distortion. It's acoustic distortion. Right. It's the string actually like... Distorting. Yeah, like... As it's bouncing up and down, as it's bouncing into this wheel, which effectively hinders its resonance and therefore cuts it off and it distorts. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, surprisingly, even with just one string, at certain instances you can depending on tuning and bowing wheel material etc you can play almost a full octave of notes just on one string and and again there is i mean it just has a stable pitch uh, there's no fretting, nothing like right, that. Right, you're not changing the tuning of the string in any way at all. No. It's yeah. simply a matter of changing how fast this bowing wheel is rubbing against the string. Right. And you're do- and you're setting the motor basically at a frequency related to the fundamental of the string, or like the uh-huh. tuning of the string. Yeah, that's... I would say that's the normal option. But you can, of course, go fuck nuts right. and play frequencies completely unrelated to the basic tuning, and you can get some very surprising results. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. this definitely... So each string is designed as if it could be one instrument in its own right. So in theory, this it is an acoustic modular in a way. Right, because then you can get more strings. Yeah. Like you can get more modules and kind of... So I would be curious to take one of these strings off, put a CV jack on it, and just incorporate a single string into a modular and see what the fuck can you do with this? Um, might be a... Uh future episode perhaps oh yes oh yes it's coming (laughs) hell yeah all right well thank you again for hanging out and uh playing with the modular i hope you you had fun thank you so much yeah this is this is great